When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Monday and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five star review wherever you get your podcast. I'm Anthony Totry, joined as always by Sean DePaz. Shane, the Deefen Beef, Diefenbach is still in Las Vegas tearing it up. <laughs> But not to worry, we've got a lot to get through today from ASU basketball being ranked, ASU football having themselves a hell of a weekend. And to start things off talking ASU football, why don't we bring in the newest addition to ASU's backfield running back Cameron Scadaboo, former Big Sky Player of the Year, joining the Sun Devils, Cam. Thanks so much for taking the time today, man. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Just to start off, obviously ASU lost a couple players specifically at that running back position from last year's team. They bring in DeCarlos Brooks, and now they're bringing in you as well. You are definitely a, it looks like a ground and pound kind of guy. Don't go down easy. What was it about ASU that made you want to sign on and be a Sun Devil? Uh, you know, coming to Arizona, going to Arizona and... um being able to finally meet everybody, um, they were as soon as they found out I was in the portal, they were super interested and um, they kind of took initiative. Uh, Coach Iguano came out and saw me the day after. Um, I went to when we went down. I went to Arizona. Um, all the coaches were very, very cool people. Um, very, very high in their hospitality. Um, I can just see the family bond that they all have through the being a local local coaches in Arizona and coming back to their hometown. Um, I kind of had that situation at SAC where all the coaches came back to their hometown to coach. And it's just, it's different when a coach is coaching for his city. Um, they had that drive and that certain kind of push to make sure the team wins and make sure they do everything in their power so that they can be successful. So, I mean, that, that being like a family-oriented football coaching staff and all the um, players around it's going to be I think it's going to be awesome and I think I fit best there um, for me as a person and and coach Dillingham and coach Bull Baldwin's offense yeah so I mean a lot of the focus recently with Arizona State's football has been on like you mentioned kind of the coaches coming home and a lot of the players coming home but obviously you're not an Arizona guy you're from California I'm curious kind of what has that been like do you kind of have 
Do they make you feel like you're still like one of those people that's kind of coming home, even though you're obviously not an Arizona athlete? Is there any kind of do you feel any difference from the, the other guys that are are part of this whole return to Arizona movement? You know, I don't really know how they feel because I haven't talked to many of them. Um, but I, once I got out there, it felt like home. Um, I, it just felt like that was the spot that was made for me. Um, as soon as I got to Arizona and I got my hotel and then I got out to go out and explore the area and everything, um, it just felt right. You know, I didn't have that homesickness. I didn't, I didn't feel like I was gone, you know, hmm. and, uh, only being about 10 hours away from my family, um, on a drive and an hour and 20 minute flight, you know, um, I'll be able to see them often. Um, so I'm not too worried and I'm, and I'm, I do feel like I'm going to another home and it's not, it's not a, of course it's not Sacramento where I'm from and I'm not going to have, um, the Sacramento support, but I mean, through the last couple of days, I've had the Arizona support and I feel like all those people know me already and they all appreciate what I've done in the past. And, um, with all those guys behind me and all those fans behind me already, it just, it does feel like home already. So I don't know how those other guys feel, but I do feel like I'm coming into a spot that feels like home. Most definitely. Kenny Dillingham, obviously at the forefront for ASU football and his offense is known for what they do with the run game, right? Everywhere he goes, that running attack is top 10 in the country. A lot of fans expect the same here with you and DeCarlos Brooks. How do you feel like you fit in this style of offense? I mean, with Coach Dillingham and everything he does on the offense, um, I can do it all, as in catching the ball, passing, passing, rushing, uh, blocking. So, I mean, I, I fit into a lot of offenses, but the uh, the biggest thing is is he does get to back the ball in different ways. And uh, I do – that's something I looked into, you know. It's not just – running backs don't just look – most of them just look to – run the ball, but I look for all the aspects of catching the ball, pass blocking, run blocking, and being able to run because, you know, running back to go to the next level don't just do one thing and run the ball. Um, they do multiple things out of the backfield. So seeing seeing him coach at Oregon and all the other places, I see that he gets to back the ball and does things with the back that most schools don't do. And uh, that was huge in my, in my part of being in part of the offense. Yeah, so, I mean – from my understanding, you were unranked come out of high school. Then you go to Sacramento. You kind of dominate there, reigning big, big sky offensive player of the year. And now you're coming in power five. ASU is at, it seems like you've kind of been proving people wrong throughout your career, going from unranked to being one of the best running backs in FCS. Do you still kind of feel a chip on your shoulder to now prove that you can do it on a higher level? Or is this or do you not really, I guess, pay attention to that kind of that kind of noise? You know, I, I didn't really. At high school, when I didn't get recruited, I definitely had a chip on my shoulder. Um, and then going into college and being able to do what I did at SAC um, was a big part for me, showing that I can do what I can do at, at any level. But, you know, I it was it, that was definitely not a Power 5 um, school, and it wasn't the Power 5 um, or like power that comes ac across the other side of the ball mm -hmm. and playing defense against – playing against defense against – other teams is that's definitely a difference so definitely coming into Arizona I definitely feel like I have a chip on my shoulder and that I need to prove to people that I can play even at the higher level um my goal at the end is go to the NFL I mean if if moving up to the power five conferences um 
going to the Pac-12 shows people that I can do it at the highest level, then that's what I'm going to do, and that's that's my plan. So I definitely have a chip on my shoulder for um, coming into Arizona and playing in the Pac-12. You mentioned your your next goal and obviously your future. You want to get to the NFL um, and making that jump to the to the Pac-12 and then just a higher division, I guess, in, in, in the FBS. Like, who do you model your run game after? Obviously, you're familiar with the NFL and some of the more dominant running backs. DeCarlos Brooks last week said he models his game a little bit after Nick Chubb. Um, who would you say you model your game after? You know, with everything I do in the pass blocking, receiving, and rushing, um, I'm not quite as fast as him, but Christian McCaffrey was a big part of my high school um, my high school days, looking, watching his film, um, trying to model his game mostly. Um, but So I have two. There's Christian McCaffrey is what I looked up to very, very highly when he was in college and high, in, uh, in the NFL, his early days in the NFL, and even now. Um, but also another guy is Mike Allslott. He was a guy that, you know, punished people, um, didn't hold up, kept pushing, kept his legs going, and he was just hard to bring down. It was a lot of people understood that, but, you know, he wasn't the shiftiest, he wasn't the fastest. So seeing um, him do that kind of was a little bit of a, I can do that at the next level too. So I, I had two guys, but, you know, Christian with everything he does is definitely one of the, one of the higher ends of who I modeled my game after. Yeah, I, I guess I'm just curious. You mentioned kind of like the the family aspect uh, of everything and how welcoming everybody was. Uh, but on the, like the other side of that, there is obviously there's been a lot going on with the program. There's but I, there's also kind of a reputation with ASU football that they get specifically running backs to the NFL. I'm curious how much of all of that other stuff outside of just how well you got along with the coaches played into your decision to come here or, or was it really just kind of you feeling like you're at, you're at home? Yeah. You know, I didn't, re- I don't really, I definitely noticed um, coach Aguano does a great job with his running backs um, at ASU. So that was a big plus. I do feel like I'm going to develop my game into the highest possible. Um, we talk quite often and I do think I'll be ready to, for the league by the time I'm done playing Arizona. Um, but you know, um, I didn't really pay attention to anything else. I, I felt at home coming into that facility and meeting all those coaches. They were all super juiced and super happy to have me and everyone else that were there. Um, there's a lot of guys on the visit, and I don't think one of us felt left out. So um, I definitely saw that aspect of family through the coaches, but I didn't really pay attention to the other stuff all around. Most definitely. A couple final things before we get out of here. Uh, we like to ask everybody a little fun question here or there just to fans can get to know you a little bit better. So if you were stranded on an island and you can only bring three things, what are you taking with you? You know, that's a hard one. Um, <laughs> see, I can live without my cell phone. So um, I would definitely need a person. Um, okay. My mother or my father to be able to be with, be there with me. Um, you know, because I don't want to do that alone. You can't you can't go by yourself. Um, and then, you know, I'm a video, I'm a video game person. So if I was able to take a monitor and a PlayStation and if there He's was, good to go. <laughs> I could, I'd be set. Um, you know, I, I like to fish and everything. I could catch fish and eat and survive like that, but I definitely need something to do. Um, definitely some video games and definitely another person in my life to be there with me. So I'm not alone.
I think you're the first person that I've asked that question to ever. And they don't bring something to help them get off the island. They bring so you brought something that's just gonna be like, okay, this is life now. <laughs> we're just gonna, we're just gonna rough it here. I guess. I respect <laughs> it. I respect it. Um, I was interested. I noticed immediately the the fit. You're already rocking the the ASU hat, ASU hockey jersey. Are you uh, are you a fan of of other sports? Like, are you looking forward to kind of getting out to the other sports uh, sporting events while you're here? You know, I. I'm I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan of ASU sports, but I am now. Yes, sir. I'll be there in early January, and I'll definitely be at some games um, throughout the seasons of most sports. I got a, a one of my friends from back from here back home uh, plays on the softball team out there, so um, I got a little bit of a hometown friend out there. Um, so I'll definitely be at some softball games, and then um, you know the basketball team's really good, so. Yes, Got ranked 25 in the country, so I'll definitely be at some of those games. And then I've never been to a hockey game, so Ooh, listen, I, it's an experience I, here. I saw a hockey jersey, and I you know it's a Pat Tillman hockey jersey, and I was like, football, hockey, let's do it. So yes, sir. all that, yes, sir. And I was, let's do it. Now I have something to wear to a hockey game. I got I got shirts to wear that say football on them, and shirts to wear that say basketball on them. But I never I never had a hockey. Um, up here also. Yeah. Hockey Smart program is, 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 is pretty good too. You're going you're gonna to have some fun at Mullet, that's for sure. Cam, any final message to ASU fans before we let you go? Uh, not really. I'm just, I'm ready to come play some football. You know, I'm on a, I'm trying to me as a player, I want to be successful, but for anything I want to make sure the team wins and um, you know, I want to win a Pac-12 championship and I mean, we got a 12, 12 man playoff bracket coming, so uh, I want to win a national championship. That's my plan. So it's it's people want to say it's far out of the view, but I think it's possible. So, yes, of course, I know Sunnyvale fans are excited to have you, Cam. Thanks so much again, and looking forward to getting you out here in Tempe. Of course, thank you guys. I appreciate you. Thank you. So, I mean, just first and foremost, right? You get a guy who is. I, I think his answer about the island says something. Yeah, no, 100%. To the fact where he's not looking for a way out of a difficult situation, right? You got a guy who is going to put his best foot forward, and if it's a situation that he's got, that's the situation he's going to roll with. Yeah. And I think for ASU football, that's kind of important to have. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he reminds me, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they were talking about, and it just so happened that they were talking about the Bills. They were talking about Matt Milano. And they were like, he's from Orlando. And they asked him if he was a Magic fan. And they were like, I don't think he's a fan of anything other than football. Yeah. And that's kind of the vibe I get from him. Like, he, he's obviously all the way in on ASU. And he talked about going to the other sports. But it really seems like he's the kind of guy where it's just like, I'm I, I'm here to play football. I'm yeah. going to run through somebody. And I'm going to keep running until someone takes me down or I hear a whistle. And that's just, that's that my job. Um, I like that he is... You know, maybe maybe a little unrealistic, but I'd rather be a little unrealistic in the way that he is, where he's like, I'm I'm here to win a national championship. Yeah. And like obviously I, I don't think any of us are sitting here thinking that they're going to be in a position to win a national championship anytime soon. But I like that that's the goal, right? Because it, the last thing you want is for guys to become, I guess, kind of victims of their situation and just kind of accept mediocrity. Um it seems like a lot of him and a lot of these new guys are, are here to make a difference for Arizona State and I can't help but get excited about that. Yeah. And I love the fact that this is a guy that is a a dual threat. Yeah. Right. He he can catch the ball. Uh we've seen videos of him throwing the ball. You know yeah. Kenny's going to get excited with that and he's going to utilize him in this offense, but the the fun thing for me, right, is he is he is a little bit smaller. Yeah. But 
you don't lose the power that comes with a little bit of a smaller back. This guy, he, he's got such a low center of gravity, and he does not go down. One thing that I did want to ask him about is he just, he looks for contact. Yeah. Like, we've seen ASU running backs in the past, right? I look at Rashad White and Eno Benjamin, guys that are a little bit shiftier, or you look at Xavier Valade that that has that burst, um, yeah. that is very patient. He is your he's like a fullback yeah no that's kind of that's, running that's what i was thinking like uh, yeah i mean not that he was utilized a whole lot but you're going to be missing a guy like case hatch a guy that it, it, it is fourth and one you need him to go in between the center and the guard or in between the guard and the tackle just and just go pick up a yard this seems like the kind of guy that's going to do that like and it's not not like any kind of shade at the other asu running backs but and they were fully capable of running someone over if they needed to but that wasn't necessarily their kind of game yeah. right they were they were more get them in open space and let them be shifty um this seems like a guy that is going to is going to make asu football a little less fun to play yeah. Right. Like, especially if you end up in a game late in the year in the Fourth PNW quarter. and it's cold, you're not going to want to tackle a motherfucker like this. No. Um, so it, it I, I do like that. He he seems like he'll be able to bring a different kind of identity to the Russian game that we have not necessarily seen the last few years. Yeah, it's exciting. An exciting time for ASU football, for ASU basketball. Mm. And if you want to make some money on these sports, you could do it on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, guys. Right now, download that app and sign up with code PHNX. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game, and you guys are going to get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. Sean, I don't want to do a DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week quite yet, but what is your favorite game on the NBA slate over the next couple days, maybe. Ooh, NBA slate? NBA slate. I know hmm. we've got some Suns basketball. Yeah, I'm I mean, I'm very interested in the Suns. First off. Suns Lakers tonight? Come on. Ooh. Come on now. No D book though. Pat Bev no versus D-book. the Lakers again. Yeah. I mean, I that worries me if I'm a if I'm a Suns fan, to be quite honest with you. Ooh, Jazz Cavs. There we go. Tonight, Jazz that's Cavs. One. That's going to be a hell of a game. Uh, obviously, Donovan Mitchell playing against his old team. Yep. I'm very intrigued by that. Um, if you want a really ugly game, if you're a real D-Gen, Spurs Rockets play tonight. Ew. That seems like that'll be a That's a, a very shame of fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then maybe um, Cameron Scadaboo's uh, Sacramento Kings. They play the Hornets tonight. There's, there's actually some pretty good games. Go make tonight. some money, guys. Go make, Go make some, some money. money on that DraftKings Sportsbook app again. That's code PHNX only. DraftKings Sportsbook minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. <sighs> I I mean I feel like we have to acknowledge Omar in the chat. He's been getting a little he's getting a little worked up. I know I know it's hard as a hater. You, I know it's hard when you see the people you're hating on just start to shine a little bit. I understand that that can be difficult. That's what we do. It's, that's what we do. We get under your skin. I understand it. You got me yelling at 220 on a Monday. You got him yelling at 220 on a Monday. I think both Toshree and you you need to calm down a little bit. You're right. You're Let's right. be happy that you're right. That's well, you know, you, you, want, you, you want him to calm down. You want to know how we can calm down, Derek? Take some OGs. Take some OGs. That's take some OGs. Take some OGs. Omar, you could take some OGs. Calm down. Let's just be happy that Arizona State, like the state of Arizona, is dominant. Basketball, we're both top 25. Yes, sir. We don't got to mention what numbers. They both end in a five. But both, both football, both both of our programs are heading in the right direction. Let's just stay 48. A little stay 48 pride. And take an OGs. Calm down. Um, 
I'm a big fan of the of the orange creamsicle, yep. but I also sometimes like to mix in a microdose. The other night I was here, I was here um, producing coyotes. And I was getting really anxious, so I just took a, I just took you know one of the little microdose things, just calm down a little bit. They got a little something for everybody. Yeah. Um, but regardless of what you're looking for out of your little THC CBD sleep time experience, whatever it is, check out OGs. Um, Go to ogsbrands.com. You can learn more about them there. Go to your local dispensary. But as always, you must be 21 and over to enjoy. Yes, sir. Omar, I love you, brother. Thank you for the I engagement. I appreciate you. Thank you for the engagement. It makes it more fun. Yes. Omar and Tina are like diehards. I love it. They, it they're they're it here even when even when we're... They they're got, all PHNX all yeah, the time. Yeah, they're PHNX all the time. I, I appreciate it. The rivalry, y'all make it more fun to be ASU. You do. You really do. Like, that's one thing our old schools, I mean, you, Notre Dame, Syracuse, that's what we lacked is a natural in-state rival, I feel like. Yeah, Notre Dame didn't have, I mean, I guess a whole ACC. Country covered yeah. Notre Dame. I didn't go to Notre Dame. It's different living there. Like, you feel like you went there yeah, because yeah. it's literally like I whenever mean, you go, it's blue and gold. Yeah, he, he is not Notre Dame in the way that I'm Syracuse, but I understand we both have an affinity for a different school that does not have an in-state rival. Yes. Having an in-state rival makes it a little more makes fun. Makes it fun. It makes it a lot of fun. Um, we've got some big stuff, ASU basketball related, but it makes sense to continue with ASU football here. Um, a big weekend for the Sun Devils Ooh. in terms of the transfer portal and in terms of recruiting. Yesterday, in ASU record, seven public commits. Um, I know Omar is going to go off in the chat because they got a Georgia D tackle and an Alabama offensive lineman. Congratulations. We got a Texas great. pass rusher. You know, the greatest thing in the world is that your transfers don't win you games in the offseason. Omar, we're just here to talk about him. Okay, that's it. Just wanted to give you that heads he up. He gave you love. He just, did. He, did. he said I he, appreciate he, it. he's he's a diehard Arizona fan, but he loves these shows. Yeah, I, I appreciate too. you. I I like that you're trolling. It makes it more fun. Trolls are fun trolls when they're nice. Fun. Trolls when they're good. Trolls yeah. when they're good. Not the CU fans. Oh my goodness, <laughs> the CU fans came. Oh, here we go. Yeah, baby. Here we go. What are you doing, Omar? <laughs> you're bringing out all the boys. And then Joe's talking about New York's college team. The Syracuse Orange. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to spend too much time about this, but we do have to acknowledge that U of A is kind of going crazy. They in this are. Portal. They are. I will 100%. <laughs> the, the I will 100%. Justin Flo is a get. Well done. Jed we're Fish, do, as we said. Jed Fish, friend of the program. Also, Jed Fish is going into his third yeah, year. Kenny's going into watch a, this show. Yeah, but it's phenomenal. Jed Fish is going into his third year. Kenny's going into his first. We're, I, I mean, we. how did how did y'all do in, in Jed's first year? Let's just chill. Let's let's talk about let's talk about some of the guys that we've gotten over the course of the last few days. Starting with offensive lineman Ben Coleman from Cal. I think this out of all of the recruits and commitments and transfers so far, I think Ben Coleman is probably the best one considering that he is a guy that has played a lot of Division 1 football. He's a guy that was arguably Cal's best offensive. We took Cal's LD, yeah, pretty much. Which is good. I, I mean, I think it is one of the bigger moves in, in the context of this team, too. They, 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 need, they needed offensive line help. There was yeah. a lot of questions there. So I, I like that. It is crazy that we, we uh, talked the other day about their need in offensive line, and they started kind of going a little crazy on the offensive line. It's like we knew something was happening. We didn't, but it's like we knew. Nah, speak for yourself, buddy. Yeah, fair, yeah, fair, fair enough. <laughs> um, moving on, we also, let's see, ASU also added linebacker Travion, Travion Brown, Washington State linebacker. Uh, this is big considering you've got now Washington State's defensive coordinator known for his aggressive nature and one of the guys that he utilized last season mm -hmm. 
was Travion Brown. Bring him home. And, or I guess not home, he's not from here. <laughs> but you, you're bringing in a guy that knows the defense. You're bringing in a guy that is going to fill a need, right? Considering ASU yes. is losing Merlin Robertson and Kyle Sully. Yeah. Two key pieces of that defense. And now you fill that void with Travion Brown. Yeah, I mean, it... it they're clearly attacking the, the the positions of need, right? They're not they're not going to get another tight end because they don't really need another tight end. They, they are they are attacking positions of need, which is essentially everything except for tight end, to be yeah. quite honest. But um, they they are taking care of things, and I, I really like that. And I like the fact that both Brown and Coleman are Pac-12 guys. They they yeah. know they're going to play their old schools, but in general, they know what Pac-12 football is like. They are going to see an Oregon, and they're not going to. They're not going to be surprised by Oregon's power or anything because they it's something they've already experienced. Um, so I, I like it. Yeah. I, I, I yesterday was a good day. Keeping it, it with the defense, ASU also adding edge rusher Prince Dorba from Texas, Hook one em. of the best names Hook from the portal. Hook Prince em. Dorba. Uh, he didn't get a lot of playing time at Texas, so his stat sheet is not nothing crazy. But this is a guy coming in six three, six four. Um, I believe around the 240 mark. Um, he's a big dude. And look, that Texas defense yeah. had a lot of players, right? So to get a guy of his caliber, of his recruitment status to ASU, I think is going to be huge. Considering ASU at times last season struggled to get to opposing quarterbacks, yes. struggled to make noise um, in the trenches, and you bring in a guy with that Texas football experience, that's definitely gonna make a difference. No, yeah, I, I, there's like, there are a few schools where you're telling me I'm getting an edge rusher or a linebacker from that I'm gonna be more excited than Texas. Like that is just one of those schools that that produces defensive players. Obviously, Texas hasn't been what they hasn't been their best the last few years, but it's still it's not nothing. Um, especially since I haven't seen him play, it's kind of hopefully not anything like, but kind of like Paul Tyson, where I just I'm gonna be excited about his affiliate affiliation with a big time program until he gives me gives me a reason not to be. Um, I mean, and I know you know that Omar because you're bragging about an offensive lineman from Georgia who hasn't even played yet, or defensive lineman, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I, I it, it's good. It's just I just want them to have tools because we talk about you know wanting the defense to be more aggressive and all that, but that doesn't mean anything if you don't have the players to do that. Um, so I, I this is an, this this is the move out of the the list that we have here from yesterday that excites me the most. It might be a little bit of my Texas bias, but. I, I just love having a, an edge rusher from a school like that. Why don't I interest you in another edge rusher mm. by the name of Elijah O'Neal from Butt, Butt College? But I think it's Butte. Butte, but same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. This man had 14 and a half sacks last year. I will take it. I 14 and a half sacks is ridiculous. I don't think it matters who you're playing against. It doesn't. You're just Not at that, that point. You're just beating somebody. Yeah, every single time. You're remember, out. Khalil Mack played in the MAC. Just remember that. There's talent everywhere. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's the same thing with Prince. Like it to have a guy to, to get six tackles for loss dude. to give them tools. This is clearly a guy that has a nose for the football. He is going to punish offensive players. And I like that. And I feel like when you you produce like that at a level like that, it's kind of the same thing with Cameron like we were just talking about. You have a little bit of a chip on your shoulder to prove that you can do that just as well at a higher level. Um, so that's why I like the, I like these guys. I like that they are are I like that Kenny and his staff are attacking, you know, the big schools, but also trying to go find some hidden gems in some FCS junior college schools, yeah. stuff like that. So um, that 
again, just very exciting. A guy that can get to the quarterback in a defense that is expected to be a lot more aggressive. A lot more yeah. aggressive is going to be scary. Yeah. This guy is built for all the like real ASU fans. This guy is built like Karan Crump, um, who was just a ridiculous pass rusher for ASU in the past. So I'm excited to see if he can replicate even half of what he did at Bucal. <laughs> Better than um, anybody else last year if he did just half of what he did. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, also, from this moment forward, Butte College will now be known as Bud, Bud College. College yeah. um, ASU also adding offensive lineman Kyle Scott from Riverside Community College. Definitely a guy that is, in my estimation, it's not going to blow you away on paper, um, but they add depth to a position That's, that they really, really, need really, re- really need. Yeah, I mean, you saw it at points last year. There, there were they, they had to rely on what depth they had in the offensive line. That's a a position that guys get hurt at. That's just the reality of it. I mean, it's the reality of football, obviously. But um, to have depth there, to have just serviceable guys, if anyone goes down, is is very comforting. Yeah. Very comforting. Um, and now Donnie's getting some shots thrown at him <laughs> in the chat. Rightful, deservedly so. Yes. Um, yeah, hopefully um, Coach Ward is not as... as or not aggressive in the same way that Donnie was, which is to say not aggressive at all. Yeah. And ASU pulling in a couple of defensive backs as well. Future guys, not necessarily from the transfer portal, but just recruits. Um, starting with defensive back Montana Warren. Also, phenomenal name. Yes, that um, is tremendous name. Henderson High School in Texas. So, when you get a guy that played high school football in Texas mm-hmm. and was verbally committed to TCU, mm-hmm. and you get him to flip... That's big. That is very big. Um, I don't know if you knew this. TCU, pretty good this year. They were pretty, pretty good this year. And Texas, pretty good at putting up uh, high school football recruits. Yes. Um, I don't know if you knew that about them. It's kind of their thing. Over there. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, obviously, that, that only means so much. But on paper, and it's also awesome. Like, the transfers are cool. But a lot of times, transfers are in situations where, you know, they're kind of just looking for whoever is going to show interest in them. Yeah. When you have a guy like this who was getting recruited by a TCU who had other options to off rip choose ASU as that pro as his program is comforting. It, it, it shows you what I think we've kind of just start already started to hear from some of these transfers and stuff that all of this outside noise is not really a problem for recruits right no, now. Um, I don't know. So yeah, that, that is an, another good sign. And it helps to see again. I know it's a different sport and the situations are different, but to see the repercussions that U of A faced. For their whole basketball yep. situation. Tennessee and football, though. To see that it wasn't a whole lot. Yeah. I think that that should get people a little bit of a reason to to take a giant exhale. Right? It's not going to be as bad as everybody thinks it's going to be. Yeah. Um, finally, defensive back Keontes Bradley. We talked a little bit about him last week getting the offer. I believe it was last week or the week before that he pulled in an offer from ASU. From Mansfield High School in Ohio. Um, got great ball skills. A guy that can definitely go up. Uh, pinpoint the football, take it away from receivers. Um, it's going to be exciting to get a guy like that in here as well. Yeah. Um, out of all of the recruits, aside from Ben Coleman, who's your favorite? Mine's Prince Dobra or Dorba. Uh, I just love having an edge rusher from Texas. Uh, <laughs> that gets me excited off off rip. But honestly, honestly Keontes too. Like, I mean, Texas gets a lot of love, but. Ohio and Pennsylvania, like those are not those. Those are they produce some football players too. Yeah. Um. So I, that gets me excited, and it also like those last two, the high school guys, are exciting for me because I think obviously a lot's been made about activating the valley and recruiting in state, and then there, P 
people, some some of the haters, yeah. like to point out that you're not going to be able to win a, a build a winning program only off in-state recruits. Which, whether or not that's true, is whatever. But the fact that they are are going out all over the country and still getting recruits in addition to trying to take over in-state recruiting is a very good sign in my mind. So, kind of what those last the the, the high school recruits. represent that's what gets me excited well yeah and i mean talk about representation in terms of those two high school guys like it should be exciting any high school guy that kenny's able to get get because however long he's here like this is his inaugural class of like his guys right wherever you go there's a new coaching hire the excuse is oh these are the the old regimes guys those are herms guys Mm -hmm. these are whatever like those are kenny's first set of quote his guys so it is going to be interesting to see those guys moving forward if i had to pick i'll be honest montana warren is really really exciting to get a guy that was verbally committed to tcu played high school football in texas and then other than that elijah o'neill man anytime you can get a guy at six four that has 14 and a half sacks in one season 26 tackles for loss in in one season like he's gonna be a force like it's that's that's just it. And in this defense, I think they're going to scheme him um, to be one of the more disrupting defenders. So it is certainly going to be exciting. ASU football is far from fr- far from finished. Um, we talked about last night how Drew Pine took a visit, former Notre Dame quarterback, took a visit <laughs> to ASU this past weekend. Um, still no news on that front. Uh, I imagine it'll probably still be a couple days, maybe weeks before we hear on Drew Pine um, but in all honesty, the more I've able been able to like sleep on it, I don't hate it. You add it, you add in another guy that's got big time experience. Um, and I had somebody message me about does this move the needle, right? Does Drew Pine is he a significant upgrade from Borgay or from Conover? And in all honesty, I'm not sure. Yeah, we'll have to see it in this offense. Uh, because that is something that I think gets lost in the whole transfer translation. Some guys succeed better when they're in certain systems. Look at Bo Nix. I mean, look at the quarterback situation last year. Yeah. I mean, it. I don't think anyone's going to sit here and pretend uh, after what we saw Emory capable of doing at Florida that Trent Morgan is necessarily a better quarterback, but he was certainly better at this school and better in this system than Emory was. It just is a matter of circumstance. About finding the fit and look. Yeah. Got to trust. Got to have trust that Kenny knows what he's doing in terms of going to get some of these guys that he wants um, and vice versa. So we'll see what happens. I don't hate it by any means. I think ASU is an attractive spot for just about every recruit in the nation simply because you got Burrito Express in Tempe right across the street from the stadium. Honestly, they got locations just about everywhere in Arizona. Go get yourself a a breakfast burrito. Mm. For me, no cheese, double bacon. It is Respect. chef's kiss. Um, and apparently Elijah Badger is going to be the future of Burrito Express, according to Daniel and Gata. Um, so we'll see what happens there. We'll see. Um, but I'm still waiting for, for you to get us. Yeah. I will, if I had more time today, I was thinking about it, but I just, I didn't have time. But you know, the streets, and by the streets, I mean Max, mm. have been talking. There's a possibility that Burrito Express will have a presence at... Okay, Omar. That's the worst thing you've said. What? That is the worst thing you've said. Don't even, don't even, don't even acknowledge oh. it. Don't even acknowledge it. Just keep going. Okay, I'm fine with EGs or whatever the fuck that shit is. Um, I've heard that there's a potential for Burrito Express to have a presence at our inaugural PHNX Ooh. Tea Party, which is presented 
by Four Peaks at Dobson Rats Golf Course. We're renting out an entire driving range. And it's not like your grandpa's driving range. You're not getting a bucket of balls and just swinging at nothing. No, it's fun. It's got a little top golf technology. You can play Go Fish. You could play like Angry Birds. Golf. You can play Angry, you can play Angry Birds. You could play actual virtual golf courses. This shit is on a whole different level. Um, but yeah, so we're renting out the driving range. But dri- say again, calling a driving range seems a little derogatory because it's better than that. Um, come hang out with Big Drive Energy, the PHNX crew, and fellow diehards for a night of golf, food, drinks, contest prizes, and more. Our PHNX Suns crew will be hosting a watch party for the Suns versus Timberwolves. Shout out Carl Anthony Towns. Four Peaks will be out there providing beer samples and swag. Check the link in our description to reserve your spot right now. And for diehards, check out your Discord for your special link where you'll receive 20% off on this awesome event. I I'm cannot wait. There's going to be heaters there, so I'll be able to rock the the bad birdie and not have to worry about being cold because I haven't gotten a bad birdie quarter zip yet. I'm still just rocking the polos. Um, so I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. It's definitely going to be... We were out there the other day, and that shit was... I'm terrible at golf, and I still enjoyed it. It's going to be fun. Take out your anger on some yes. of these balls. Come on now. And there's like field goal posts out in the field, so you can pretend you're playing football, if that's your thing. It's a good time. It's also a good time to be an ASU basketball fan. Ooh, uh, because yes. guess what? They are ranked. The Sun Devils finally get some respect. Get inside the AP top 25, sitting right on the edge there at number 25. you got to figure if this team wins their game on the road this week, Going into that U of A matchup, depending on how the rest of the top 25 figures, I imagine that ASU is looking at a top 20 spot yeah, yeah, yeah. facing what's set up to be a top five U of A team. Yeah, I mean, I feel like now the hard part is done. You got in the top 25. Now you just hold on to it. Like if you, you win, if, like you can't lose to San Francisco. Because you're going to get knocked right back out of the yeah out of the standings, especially but, knowing that you're right at 25. Yeah, and but but on the other side of that, San Francisco's not a bad team. So that winning, beating San Francisco, and then getting a little help higher up on the rankings, which just naturally always happens, um, you're going to have an opportunity to move up. And again, I know U of A fans don't want to see it, but it's better for y'all for ASU to be good and to be ranked. Yeah, because when y'all beat ASU, I know that's how y'all thinking about it. When y'all beat ASU. That's going to be good for you. You're beating a ranked opponent. It's better for the conference. Um, it, it serves everybody for everybody to be good in the conference in Arizona. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was. It's about damn time. Like, yeah, uh, the, I think this team has shown that they are one of the a top twenty-five team in the country. I'm not sitting here pretending they're a one seed, but they are one of the twenty-five best teams in the country. Or at least they've been playing like it. Um, so yeah, they deserve this. They got enough respect, but there were still forty-three voters who didn't have ASU. In the AP Top 25. Well, that just means uh, I, 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 I kind of like that, right? Because they get the respect of, of being ranked, but they still, I feel like, have a chip on their shoulder where it's like not everybody's given us this respect. Um, so we still have a little bit to go earn and and, and prove. So uh, I think it's a very exciting time to be ASU. And one, one voter had ASU as high as number eight. In wow. The AP top 20. That sounds like some Pac 12 bias. <laughs> it's a little ridiculous. I don't know if we deserve eight yet, but I'll take 25. I would have taken like a 23, 22, maybe. I think they, they deserve to be around there. They gotta they gotta go beat some teams that are 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 ranked and will stay ranked after they beat them because they don't have a win over a team that is ranked right now. Um they need to go accomplish that if they want to go to show that they they really deserve a higher number. Yeah. The teams they're number. chasing 
Um, in terms of like the five teams ahead of them, you've got Marquette sitting Shout at nine and three. Smart. You've got Auburn at nine and two, and they dropped four spots this past week. You got Miami up three spots at twenty-two. Virginia Tech up three spots. TCU up a spot, and then Kentucky falling six. They are now seven and three on the season. So ASU definitely with a chance to make some noise in terms of the rest of the Pac-12. You only got two other teams in the pack that are ranked. You've got UCLA at 10-2 and two on the season. They're up to number 13 in the AP Top 25. They moved up three spots from 16 to 13 this past week. And then obviously, you've got Arizona up four spots after their big weekend beating Tennessee. They're 10-1 and one on the year, um, and they are up four spots to number five. Um, look, U of A, good at basketball. UCLA, good at basketball. ASU, this is the first time they have been ranked since the 2020-2021 season. Yeah. Um, so this is a big... This Today's a big day for Bobby Hurley in his future at ASU, right? Because we have said it multiple times. Like, when asked, what is it going to take for Bobby Hurley to keep his job and keep faith in this program? Two things. You've got to make the NCAA tournament, and you've got to be ranked at some point this season. Yeah. We're in December, and one of those things is done. He can't do the other thing until the end of the season. Yeah, no, I'm feeling good about it. And, I mean, to go back to kind of the ranking things, number six, Virginia plays number 22, Miami. Virginia wins that game. Virginia, Miami probably gets knocked out. ASU yeah. moves up. Uh, ASU did not get did not get in the top 25 of the coaches poll, though. 33 votes. They're still on the outside looking in there. So, like I said, they still. I feel like there's still a little bit of sense of them not getting 100% of the respect they deserve. And I like it. But, yeah, I mean, as far as Bobby is concerned – this is about all you could ask for. It is. It is. A, a, it is. Obviously, it, the thing that upsets me is they should be undefeated right now. They yeah, should not have lost to Texas be. Southern. Um, I don't know how much that would affect like rankings and stuff like that, but um, they should be undefeated. But the fact that you can even say that they should be undefeated is a sign that things are going very well. Yeah, and better than I expected. I did not expect them to come be sitting here with a win over a ranked team having beat Michigan and Creighton. Like, I didn't expect that. Um, so it's good, but you got it. Like, I know we, we're, we're kind of going back and forth with Omar and U of A, but, like, that is that is a game that you are going to be underdogs in. A game you're playing a team that is, on paper, much better than you. Yeah. It, no, they're not even on paper. Let's, like, U of A is, is arguably the best team in the country. They're yeah, amazing. Five they're amazing. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that they're not. But weird things happen in rivalries, and this team is not a joke. ASU's defense is not a joke. Um, the question there is really whether or not ASU can keep up with them offensively. But ASU's defense is not a sh- it's not a joke. They could uh, they I think that game is going to be a little more interesting than people expect it to be. But if you go win that one, hey, anything happens in rival games, man. Exactly. If you, you throw go, everything you know out the window, if you go win that one, but don't look past it. Yeah. Right? Don't look past it. You got a big game on Wednesday, San Fran- at San Francisco, um, and y- you can't look past them. We say this every. It feels like every post game show. We're like, okay, get back to get back yeah. to neutral. Yeah. Um, and I know Bobby does. Bobby's well aware of how to coach but a basketball team. Also, Bobby, like Shane has mentioned before, Bobby wished Christmas didn't exist. They play this game and then they have Christmas break, yeah. and then things things get real. But so, this team seems different. It does seem different, but I mean, they could show us that they're not when when if they, if they don't keep things going through the Christmas break. So the fact that you have a little bit of a break and then you got to get right back to U of A is, 
is it's going to be interesting to see how Bobby and his team tackles that challenge. And I think this this week now being ranked right, you have a different thing to get back neutral from. Normally, it's after beating Michigan or VCU yeah. or whatever. You're like, okay, big game, big win. Let's get back here. Now it's like, okay, not only did we have the big win on Sunday that we have to get neutral from, but we also have to temper the excitement of being in the AP Top 25 and yeah. having a number next to our name to being like, okay, look, focus on the task at hand. The task at hand is San Francisco on the road. They're a good team, and winning in college sports is difficult, especially on the road, yeah. especially before a big emotional game yeah. that you're expecting on New Year's Eve. And coming off the back of a game where you really didn't play any competition. No. Like you dominated them. So you go, if, if ASU goes and does what they did last night to San Francisco, then then you're set up. Then yeah. you're set up for your top twenty matchup between your two, your two. But, I mean, teams. that's really the biggest issue because, like, I, I, like I, I think this is going to be a good game between U of A and ASU, but it also could be very, very bad because ASU has disappeared at times offensively. And if you're not scoring, like if you're not shooting well from behind the arc, you're going to get blown out by Arizona. You're gonna you're gonna get blown the fuck out. That's just the, the, I think. But the we saw what it. Utah did. We saw what yeah. Utah was able. But there, to do. there is a way to beat this team. Yeah. ASU is the U of perfect A's team to do it. next two games, Montana State and Morgan State. And that's in between now and the ASU game. Yeah. yeah. I like the fact that ASU gets a couple days to chill. I like it. I don't think, I think especially considering U of A's got a couple games in between that slate, for you to be able to, I know Bobby has in the past said, I wish a Christmas didn't exist. But this is a group of dogs. Frankie Collins is different than most of the guards that ASU has had in the past. The mm-hmm. Cambridge brothers, they're family. They're going to be together talking about basketball the whole time that they're on yeah. Christmas break. Yeah. Right? Warren Washington, likely in that conversation as well, considering he just came from Nevada with them. Yeah. Right? So, like, Austin Nunez, dog. Duke Brennan, dog. Bunch of guys that love and, and just, like, breathe basketball. One of the things, and, and I don't want to take anything away from that guard you team. Okay, but I saw something today that made me think of this ASU basketball team a little bit. And like the difference between the the great teams, right, which I think this this ASU basketball team has the potential to do is the idea of being interested versus being obsessed. Mm. And the great teams aren't just interested in basketball or interested in winning. They're obsessed with it. And I think this ASU basketball team with the players that it has on this roster is absolutely obsessed with the idea of being the best that they can possibly be. And with that obsession, I don't think the whole 10 days without a game really makes that much of a difference for these guys. Yeah, and and I mean, if there's a game that's going to be able to keep you focused for a long period of time, it is against your biggest rival. So, I mean... No one knows, right? We're all talking hypothetically. It'll be very interesting to see, like I said, how they respond to this challenge. Um, I just I just want a competitive game, man. That's really all I can ask for. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's also going to be a lot of fun to get out of here so we can go enjoy some Mountain Mike's Ooh, pizza. Yes. I already Shout out. was partaking, and I'm going to partake some more after. Shout out Mountain Mike's. They got a great crew over there. Um, they hooked us up with some bomb pizza, some bomb wings, um, and like... They've got some great Sunday and Thursday night football specials. Guys, go check them out. Mountain Mike's is officially opening on Oracle and Wetmore. It is, it is chef's kiss. And I didn't even know if they had Sunday and Thursday night football specials. I didn't, I didn't either. But imagine, they go crazy, apparently. Yeah, imagine getting some Mountain Mike's and then 
opening up the underdog fantasy app to go make some money on that Thursday and or Sunday night football game. Yes, it is uh match made in heaven. But yeah, download the underdog fantasy app. It's easy to get started. Go to underdogfantasy.com and or download the app. Sign up with promo code PHNX and underdog will match your first deposit up to one hundred dollars. You can do some daily sport or like fantasy drafts. You can do a little pick 'em action. Um I actually won money the last time I took a little foray into the the underdog world. Um, Love it. Took some insurance and then Marquise Godwin uh, or Goodwin, excuse me, um, his his higher lower pushed. So I ended up winning fifteen bucks. Things put, you love to put see. Ten down, one fifteen, a little something. So um, I like insurance, but it's fun. It is the most fun way to make some money on some on whatever sport you want to make money on. To be quite honest, most definitely, guys. We appreciate you watching today or if you're listening on audio thank you so much go ahead and give us a follow at phnx underscore signables on social you can follow me at anthony underscore totri you can follow the man who's not here shane diefenbach at shane diefen you can follow sean to pause sean underscore to pause hating on u of a as always yes sir no show tomorrow but we will be back wednesday with a post-game show following asu basketball's road trip against the san francisco dons and stay up to date on our youtube because we're going to have plenty more asu football and basketball content coming your way over the course of the next couple days but for now guys enjoy your monday peace